two, three. <laughs> nice. That was on time. <laughs> that was the perfect time. And in this little room, it was like this. It's not even an echo, but this, this, this vibrating. This like. It was yeah, the, we have only four walls to yeah. uh, for the sound bounce. to bounce. Ding, yeah, ding, 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 yeah. And it was really fast. Uh, <clears throat> so, hi, Thomas. Hi, Boris. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm still existing. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a resounding. Resounding. Uh, yes. <laughs> no. No. I try to. Uh, I'm trying to avoid all those. Um, cliche words and I tried to use something different this time but uh, due to the fact that this week was not the most uh, a disaster uh, you can put it that way but in the opposite way but this is not the part of the podcast when we talk about bad things this is part no, of no 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 of course, of course. but so but uh, if I'm going to tell about the bad things in a good way they you might can, not you can make that twist, okay. <laughs> yes, they might sound not that bad. But truth to be told, no, it was it was okay week. So what made you smile? Uh, ah. <clears throat> what made me smile? Uh, my kid made me smile today. Good. Uh, not today, yesterday actually. Uh, I had to uh, bring him to his friend. He took his favorite toy with him, Godzilla. And uh, when I pick him up in the evening, um, he told me that uh, that um, he, he would uh, he want he knows what he's going to to do at home. And I was like, "What are you going to do at home?" He handed the Godzilla over to me, so I would hold it in my hand, and I was holding it. And he made this gesture. I'm going to play Minecraft. <laughs> that was. He's so got funny. style. <laughs> With a style, yes. So he plays Minecraft often? Uh, no, he just uh, discovered uh, Minecraft on on iPad, and mm. uh, well, he's asking for. He loves uh, arrow and bow. Arrows and a, bow. Is that a? I mean. Oh, you mean that, that, that those objects? I thought it's an yeah, yeah, yeah. application or something. No, no, okay. no, no. Inside the game, you can uh, pick oh, up. Oh, uh, so he likes the bow and arrow in there. Yeah, so, so okay. He's a sneaky one. Okay. So no melee attacks, nothing ranged. <laughs> Dude, I mean, it's a it's a way of uh, doing things. And, yeah, you know, of it's efficient, and you need that kind of stuff. I mean, if there is a team, there's always this or this this RPG, whatever. There's always like this. Archer and then the mage and whatever I don't know. Yeah, so yeah. He, he will be probably that. Um, I hope it will take some time for him to discover those things because I really would like to keep him away from the computer as long as it okay. will be possible. But next year he's going to the school, which means that he will have to have a computer because they have the whole um, okay. education based on the computer. I, I think we have just found the topic for this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I mean, before that... Uh, speaking of which, what made you smile? So it's a bittersweet uh, situation, because a lot of things made me smile. And I started to list them so I don't forget them. And whilst listing them, I forgot one of them. Actually. Which made you sad. Which made me sad now. And but now you're just throwing I, the I'm towel just like, yeah, basically, this is the end of this. Uh, but the ones that I have, okay, so, and maybe the, 
I have three written down, and there's a fourth one somewhere lurking in my mind. If it comes up, I will say. Okay, so the first one is, um, I saw a bit of nature in Tallinn, as in besides the, the beautiful parks and the trees, and I was driving home, and actually what I was doing, okay, so what I was doing, I was listening to our podcast, because I just love to listen to our <laughs> podcast, really. Well, we have a good And um, <clears throat> so what happened was, <clears throat> I was about, let's say, seven minutes away from home, and one of our episodes had three minutes left. So I left, uh, the, I finished, and then another episode started. And I thought, okay, I'm not going to go straight home. I'm just going to drive around a little bit and uh, kind of around, uh, yeah, in, in Vivsi. And then I go home. And as I was driving around, I went on this uh, not main road, uh, lesser traveled road. And uh, it is now, you know, this beautiful white blanket of snow everywhere. And I saw a rabbit. Or it's, I think it's a hare, this you know, bigger one, not the little bunny, but a big hare hopping in the snow, coming out on the road and hopping across the road and disappearing on the other side. To me, it was like this, this thing, like random animals. Uh, it's, it's, it makes me very happy. So that actually made me, made me smile. It was in the evening, it was dark, only the street lights. But the thing was, <laughs> and you could see the, the fur was this winter coat, which is like very thick. And uh, it was beautiful. I don't know. It was it was something. That so the rabbit just came out from the, the hair. From left came. side to the right side. Yeah, yeah it just he, crossed the road. He yeah. was visiting the shopping mall, bought uh, a new fur coat, and now he that was, is exactly was coming back home yeah, with yeah. a carrot in his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, so that, that made me smile. Uh, another small thing that made me smile is uh, I finally got around doing some admin of this podcast itself to kind of start oh, yeah, to list, list it on <laughs> directories and, and whatever <laughs> and creating Facebook. Page and all, all that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was like, uh, yeah. You were furious. You were, I, you were unstoppable. I got into this, like, I don't know, spree of like, let's just do all of this. You just trampled everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you sent the pictures, you sent all the stuff, so you do your bit. Uh, and I was just, I felt I was being lazy, so, so, so I did that. Well, um, I am. Uh, so what this means is soon this podcast will be actually. In, organically, so to say, available in all the channels and all those kind of things. Apple oh Podcasts, Spotify, all your local podcast player. I mean, by the time the listener, you're listening to this, it has already happened, hence you are listening to it. But yeah, uh, that made me smile, that at least some progress there. Uh, then another thing, the last one that I remember so far, um, we did a little cold water swimming this, this morning. What this means in this country is you... Uh, so we are Tallinn and Estonia next to the Baltic Sea. There was a temperature meter. The sea was actually three degrees. Uh, outside it was minus five. You go there, you walk there on the snow next to the sea. Uh, sea. Uh, you strip off, you only have your speedo, and you go into the water. And the testicles are just... Testicles are just like... Yeah, everything is like changes sizes. And, uh, and you And you go into the water and... 30 seconds, max, whatever. Have you been screaming? Like no, uh, swearing, and a, bit, a little bit of a screaming. Um, but it was cool. It was three of us uh, from work, colleagues. Um, and it is actually like a very rejuvenating experience. And it's, you get cold, but not as, I thought I'm going to get much colder. Uh, it's the, the fingers. And when you come out, uh, especially, it's, it, your fingers and your toes are, are, are cold. But your body is not really that 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 bad. I, I don't know. It, it was strange. I thought I'm going to be freezing. Uh, it is um, dangerous in the sense that uh, it's dangerous to think that you are not cold. Uh, 
So you are cold, you just kind of don't have the sensation. So you really need to dress so, dress so quickly. But it just wasn't as bad as I thought it's going to be. And it was it was amazing. We did it before work and you come in fresh and Well, do you know this is a matter of in a matter of fact, this is a fact that uh it is easier to uh catch a heat wave than to be cold. What do you mean heat wave? Well, when when the sun is... You mean sunstroke? Yes. I mean, easier to get sunstroke? Yes, it is easier, way much easier to get <sighs> overheated than to... Cold, what is the, uh, hypothermia? Hypothermia is this breathing stuff, but like maybe it's that, but like, yeah, get... get I don't know what the Well, anyway, that's, that's, that's what, what uh, uh, young parents should actually learn when they start, you know, uh, dealing with their kid, with, with a little toddler. Mm. Because uh, this is the um, quite a big issue that uh, parents are tending to put more clothes, more clothes, just to keep uh, the little baby warm. <coughs> but actually, this is wrong. I mean, you don't need to, to, to uh, use a lot of layers so you don't okay so but there is not sunstroke it is the uh, i thought it's the they talk about sunstroke when you like out without protection what uh, you yeah, mean is like sorry, putting this putting this putting too many layers and overheat overheat sorry yes okay, i was okay. i was okay, thinking okay. about completely different things so yes. does it happen like but like what so people overprotect their kids in, yes, the of course. in, in summer in winter and in, then... in in winter in summer in summer especially because just a little breathe and that's all um I have a friend, uh, he moved to Norway with his family, and he said, first of all, he's living in some uh, little isle or something like that, where they have a fish factory, um, and uh, he said that uh, I brought my kids to the kindergarten, to the local mm. kindergarten, and uh, he was really shocked to see that uh, at the temperature of plus 10, all kids were wearing T-shirts only. T-shirts, some, yeah, some okay. uh, simple trousers, not, nothing fancy. Plus mm. 10 here, you will have a coat, you will have a sweater or whatever. Mm. No, nothing like that. And he said that it's quite windy there all the time. I wanted to ask. So it it is. A, okay. So uh, what Norwegians are doing to their kids, they are actually starting to uh, prep them. They didn't have the hot uh, meals more often than two times a week. The rest of the of the week they have only cold snacks or something like that. And mm. uh, also, he said that if you want your so you have a a not a tradition, but but uh, your kid is sleeping uh, during the daytime. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah So yeah. nap time. Uh, yeah. If you if you want uh, kindergarten to to take care of the nap, you are bringing the uh, warm clothes and they are sleeping outside. Huh. So they are sleeping under the roof, but outside. That is interesting. Um, so and then and then what? When they grow up, then. I don't know, but uh, but uh, but I believe that's that's how they are training them. I mean, yeah, I guess it is it is something that you can, uh, uh, yeah, probably just 
Yeah, so I, I assume that at the end, like, you will dress up, you will put on a jacket and all those kind of stuff, but I guess you are more kind of durable your, and you don't, your system doesn't get shocked that yes. much later on. And you just, well, I mean, yeah, up in Norway, you're much more exposed to this kind of stuff. So I guess you also get used to, like, behavioral-wise to kind of appreciating the cold and, and being more careful and being more, more, more vigilant because you were always exposed to this cold from the, from the beginning. So it's not a surprise when, when you have to deal with it. Maybe that's also... A yeah, that is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. And that, but that's interesting because I wonder how far you can go with that to kind of teach your body to endure it because there are also, there are some people who, like, they walk, there, there, there's a picture of a guy, I think he's in Sweden or whatever, middle of the winter, shorts, t-shirt, whatever, and he just doesn't, to him, cold is like, it's different, so he doesn't really well, feel it. That, that's the thing, today you, you have felt the sensation when, when the adrenaline has hit really mm. hard you. Uh, when you uh, poured your your pathetic body into the into the <laughs> ocean yeah. of, of of misery, <laughs> but uh, when you're doing that on a regular basis, you don't get this shock anymore. This is like normal to you. I mean, you still get some some feeling, some emotion. So you know that uh, it's a typical picture of like you know in the prisons the horrible environments and then like it's cold water shower and all that kind of shit because you know fuck prisoners and all those things it's in every movie, uh, you know Alcatraz the uh, that prison in San Francisco on that island. Yeah. So this is the Atlantic Ocean, and uh, it's not an Atlantic Ocean it's a Pacific Ocean actually but it's cold. So the prisoners were actually. They were given they were given hot showers, so they don't get used to the cold, in case you if know they, they want like to escape. To, to, to escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but so there was, um, I think, there was three escapees. They they managed. Well, at least uh, it is said that they probably managed. So yes, so there were not many. I actually I I've been been there. And we went on a tour, and they kind of were talking about this. And uh, have you escaped? I have eventually, so I'm, but... Uh, so you're the but, fourth uh, one. I'm the fourth one, but yeah, so they said that they don't, if I understand correctly, they don't know anyone who has escaped, but there were attempts where people weren't found after that. They might have escaped, it's just there's no proof of, okay, he escaped and he went somewhere. It's just like, he somehow got out, but whether he actually managed to go on shore mm -hmm. and whatever so yeah they, they didn't really they didn't really if i'm mistaken mythbusters has 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 actually tried to to replicate uh, this um, escape plan and uh, so is it, is it a known escape, escape i don't know much about this story, so there's actually they know how they want it yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. so there there are some some gathered facts how they how they did that mm -hmm. uh it's just uh, first of all uh I mean, we're not talking about what has happened in the prison. Uh, let's concentrate on, on, on the part when they actually boarded um, the uh, little... Um, like a dingy, like a little uh, boat or whatever. Well, yeah, it, if I'm not mistaken, it was a self-made uh, boat or something like that. Mm. So, so, so they, they did a lot of preparation work there, but... Uh, what uh, Adam uh, said during that um, series, uh, he said that, first of all, it was extremely cold. It was mm. very windy. And 
if I'm not mistaken, he even felt a stream. Oh yeah, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so, so it it was very difficult to navigate. Although, if you if you uh, look at least from uh, from the top in, on Google Maps, for instance, on this, uh, it looks uh, like uh, it's not that far away. I mean, it's, it's not. not. I mean, when you see ocean. it from the shore, it's like not like a tiny little yeah, building. Yeah. It is like a... yeah. So, so, so technically, in the normal, normal good condition, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you are a good swimmer, there is absolutely no problem for you mm. to get from from to one shore to another mm. so but yeah the cold the streams uh of course they've been equipped really poorly but the thing is that uh nobody have found the bodies that's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. why they, that's they the thing. no no the thing dead bodies found also no convicts appearing somewhere so that's that's that, that's kind of what i what i also heard yeah but yeah there's also this uh, you know this wim hof if you heard about this guy? Okay, yeah. Have you heard about this guy? Yes, I've heard about him. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I don't know much, um, <clears throat> but um, I will read maybe at some point, like what is the, because I think he says like it's, you can, with the regular cold showers and breathing techniques and whatever, like you can actually uh, fight uh, depression, you can enhance your kind of, your body performance and all those. So there are there are benefits, uh, apparently proven benefits, and not just with his method, but it's just this this cold water swimming in general. Uh, there will be a, but I don't know. I don't know if I I will just I'll read up on it. Apparently, there's a lot of bullshit around it as well. Whether he's whether coming from him or someone else saying nonsense, I I I don't know. I don't know much about the topic. But what I wanted to say there is also a. In next year, the Winter Swimming World Championship or European Championship or some kind of event will be in Tallinn. Tallinn. There will also be a, um, a community event around that time, which is, I think they want to do like a Guinness record of, is it the most people running, uh, doing swimming. cold water swimming, or the longest distance or will whatever? Will it be um, in no. the sea? Or it it will be, be I, think, I think it's in a pool. I think it's in a pool. I think it's an outside pool. Uh, uh, and I will actually, I want to register, I think you can still, and someone, just one of our other colleagues, uh, she shared um, an event which I need to check out, but there will be something, actually there is something today and tomorrow, which is also this cold water swimming, whatever, so I just want to check it out and let's see if I can, I can go and, yeah, it's just, it's just, because I even, uh, when I uh, go to the gym almost every morning in the working days, um, this just Reval gym just next to us. Uh, as you know, it is a gym and it also has a kind of a sauna and a water, I don't know, spa part. And I do my swimming or do my gymming. And there is, that, among many saunas and different pools and jets and massage jets or whatever, there is a 15 degrees cold pool and there is 40 degrees warm pool. I think that's that is called uh, Japanese plus sauna. 15. Plus, plus fifteen and plus plus forty. Yes, plus forty. This is that's the Japanese sauna. Japanese, yes. the Japanese sauna. Yeah. So I I actually finished my my gym sessions with like going into the going into the cold, uh, ten seconds or whatever, ten fifteen mm -hmm. seconds or or sometimes longer. In the past month, I somehow I'm not able to stay that long as I as I as previously, and then go to the hot water for like. 
five to ten minutes and go back to the cold water. So I have actually have been doing this uh, kind of cold, hot, cold thing almost every day. And I have to say, when I come, and, and, and yeah, I do it in the morning before work. And I have to say, like, I really feel good after those after those sessions. Probably the gym as well, and uh, and so the exercise itself and this, but uh, it's just uh, very good. Mm. I just googled because I don't remember. I didn't remember his name. Yeah, there was an um, an elder elderly man in uh, late Soviet Union time. So mm -hmm. it's somewhere in the eighties. Uh, his name was Ivanov uh, Parfiri. Uh, what he was um, what he was um, famous about is he was walking in uh, shorts. All year round. That's what I'm saying. That was a. That, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. That was a picture of a, someone in Sweden. That, that yeah, yeah. That but but same. this guy, he he actually said that. Well, he uh, unfortunately he died uh, because uh, Soviets tried to put some jacket on him. No, no, no. Uh, they kept him in the cell, in the cold oh. cell. And he well, said for that, the, doing like experiments. Yeah, yeah. And he said that this is different type of cold. Ah. So when you are outside in the wilderness, this is one type of cold. When you are in the cell, in the mm. in the uh, concrete, cold, uh, concrete, whatever it could be, different environment. This is completely different. This is this has nothing to do with with the real cold. Okay. It's quite interesting. And uh, yeah, he was he was quite old when when he died, and he died in the cell. But that's why I'm saying that uh, actually, uh, even if you will take away uh, this funny part, but logically wise, when you are uh, buying a meat and you place it into the fridge, mm. it will stay fresh longer than if you will keep it, um, I don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the, most well, probably, we, we are pieces of meat. Yeah. And uh, it might be that that the cold actually is helping us to cope, to yeah, to to maintain ourselves uh, in the in the good health. Could be, but uh, but obviously the, the meat that you put in the fridge is not a meat that is alive. Uh, and for 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 our body, you need to have this 37 degrees, 36, 37 degrees to to function. If you go under it, it it, it is bad. But actually, that's something I wanted to uh, touch upon. But before that. Uh, <clears throat> Just on the, on the sensation of cold. So uh, we have had now last three four weeks basically under zero. Well, one or two days maybe, but yeah. not pretty much under zero. And what was interesting is sometimes it's windy, sometimes it's not windy, and all that kind of stuff. But what was interesting there was one day when it was, but it was cold. Minus two, minus three, minus four, whatever. Uh, so 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 nominally it was cold. It was that was the weather, that was the temperature. But when I, but it was warm. It felt warm. So I I. I parked the car, and our parking is like, I don't know, like 400 meters from office, so it's a walk. And I got out of the car, and I didn't put on my jacket, because, because I was like happy that, oh, this is actually warm, I can, I can walk without my jacket. So it was, it's interesting that, as that, that guy said, in the cell, it's a different kind of cold. He as well, I, I actually have no idea why it felt warm. Okay, the sun was also out, not, it, it was in the morning, so not like, you know, uh, noon, Sun coming from the top, but it just felt warm. So that was that was. Uh... But yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, if you will compare plus ten 
in autumn and plus 10 in spring. That's the thing. That is, that is another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These are no completely two different temperatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus 10 in spring, you're like ready to, to yes, yes, rip yes, off yes, the yes, yes, clothes yes. away and just rush into the into the physical relationship. Yeah. So what, what could be interesting? What could? I don't know. But it's so. It's one thing. The temperature of the air, it, it is one thing. And it's, it can change fairly quickly with, as the sun comes or sun goes or wind or not wind. But let's say as you go into the autumn and the winter, the actual earth also, you know, the crust, the, the ground yeah, also, also kind of. And I don't know if like the combination of the two gives a different sensation. Somehow. I, I'm really just like making this up. I have no idea. But yeah, it's, it's, it is interesting because that's also something I sometimes think about how 10 degrees can be so different. Depending on maybe this is uh, this also depends on the sun on the crust. You are absolutely correct here, but uh, could it be that? Well, let's say that that uh, people are waiting for spring because this is a beginning uh, of the new life and whatever. That's, yeah. my, that's my favorite. And and uh, autumn is like the the end of of the life. Physiologically, your body could actually be preparing yes. some... some and you are feeling this sensation. Oh, finally, plus 10 after all well, this... Um, I, 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 I know what you mean. It's, 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 I don't think it's just coming from happiness, but it could be that like you're... I mean, you're, we, you know, we, we, we are awake 24, uh, 12 months a year, yeah. but the bear goes into hibernating sleep and comes out. So he's... So there is a body preparing for the winter and the body covering coming his out butt from the winter. With the, and the obviously... Huh? Covering his butt with the dirt. Covering his butt with the dirt. But so obviously for the bat, it's, it goes into the extreme. He goes and sleeps and his metabolism slows down. But maybe there is a cycle for humans as well where like, I don't know, something is, something is different. Like the furry animals, dogs and whatever, they, they, they develop a winter coat. So, so there might be more than just like, yes, oh, I'm so happy that the spring is here and then oh, when it's autumn, I'm so sad that it's coming cold. Probably there are some deeper psychology, uh, physiological kind of cycles that, that might be happening. But again, what, what the fuck do we know, right? Uh, no, of course. Know, but, uh, we are just two idiot amateurs uh, <laughs> trying to uh, reinvent the bicycle. But I think where, we the, can, where we could just the, open uh, uh, Wikipedia and, and read all this uh, shit out. Yeah, maybe that's what we are doing. They don't know. No. Um, but the other thing I wanted to say, uh, it's also something that I've, I find it fascinating and um, think about it uh, sometimes is, so, and, and endurance of pain. Okay. Um, so, and, I, and, I, and I'll hopefully make it clear how this whole uh, thing ties to this. So, at the end of the day, what happens with the body when you feel pain or you feel cold and all those kind of things. There are nerve endings, you know, on, on your skin, on your whatever, to pick up the environment. And then those will bring some signals. They will create some signals and it goes to your brain and your brain will like react and it will tell you to, you know, put on a clothes. Uh, it will start shivering your skin, actually tightens your skin, your hair stands up and all those kind of things. And testicles becoming testicles small. Becoming, yeah, yeah. I see you're very obsessed with the te te testicles. That's, that's very good. It's, it's very yeah. important. That's very important. It's very important. And, uh, if you're a man. If you're, if you're, a, woman, if you're a woman, it's well, a bit different. It depends. It depends on where, where you are in your journey, if you started <laughs> that journey. But yeah, so, so, so what I want to say is, uh, <clears throat> so there is a, there is a uh, and, 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 and obviously like, okay, I feel cold, I need to put on clothes. Uh, or I put my hand close to the fire, it's getting hot, I don't know, need to go away. But those are just 
reactions and warnings from your, from your brain to your body. Hey, actually, by the way, this is getting cold. You should put some clothes on. But you can... You, you can, should you, you can, put you can, clothes on. I mean, no, what I'm saying by is, the nature, we don't need a clothes. No, no. Then, then don't, 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 don't get hung up on I said clothes. You need to do something about your situation because this is not cold. Yeah, you, you have to find a shelter or something like that. You have to find a shelter. But uh, how do you actually... Yeah, yeah, so there's still a long thing okay, that yeah, I yeah, want yeah. to say. So... It tells you to do that because if if not, then then you're gonna get into trouble. But actually, this is how I picture it. There is some tolerance uh, before it actually becomes damaging. So yes, it says you have to go and and put some clothes on or, or find a shelter. But a lot of this thing happens in your mind that actually I can still stay longer. I just want to stay longer. I'm ignoring these signals for a while until they become very dangerous, and hopefully you will know when the boundary is. But that's how you can injure. Probably that's how you can end your pain. That's how you can end your uh, stay longer in the cold water. Because yes, your mind is telling these things. To, okay, you need to do something, but you can kind of be in control, and you can you can you can you can push it out a little bit. And with these guys, this 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 this, it's interesting that this Russian guy and then this Swedish guy. So some of it is your brain and ignoring your signals, maybe. But at some point, it can be physically damaging because your cells, your body is made out of water, you know, 70% or whatever. No matter how much you think you can fucking injure these things and how much how strong of signals you are given, you will freeze if it goes, uh, I don't know, not freeze, but you will, it will be damaging to your actual body if, if those things uh, happen. So you can't really ignore these signals for too long. And just, just the last thing, there is a, there is a, it's not a mental sickness, it's kind of a, but it's kind of an abnormality where some people don't feel pain. Yes, it and it's is. very dangerous because it you think, oh, dangerous. it's so cool. But like the thing is, again, pain is there to give you a signal that you need to do something. And if you don't feel pain, and let's say you stay in the cold for you know too long, they you don't are know, controlling and fucking... themselves uh, in the mornings, during the daytime. They just visually yeah, yeah, exactly. because control so, if they so, have some, some cuts or, or something yeah. because they don't feel it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. And they kind of miss this mechanism. Basically, I, as far as I understand, they miss this mechanism that there's a nerve and then there's a communication goes to your brain. So they just don't know. But, but the thing is, the world around you is still cold. So I, I, it's interesting that these people, this Russian guy and this Swedish guy, <clears throat> they can roam around in, in shorts and, and, and T-shirts and don't actually get a damaging today body so so it's 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 uh, it's just an interesting thing how this fucking works i don't know if you have uh, felt it before but uh, i have uh, experienced that uh, if i'm somewhere in the cold environment outside i mean it doesn't matter where i'm cold mm. and uh, some time pass and i start to feel warm although yeah nothing has changed I haven't put extra clothes on. I haven't uh, consumed tea, coffee, or alcohol or anything. So, so kind of make me feel warmer. But, but you start to feel it's okay. It's okay. Now I'm getting warmer. Now I'm getting warmer. Now I'm I can cope with uh, and I can uh, live with this uh, amount of uh, frost on my hands. Hmm. Something like that. Uh, but at the same time, you pointed out really. Uh, beautifully that that yes we are made out of water and could it be that our 
our kind of uh, this uh, nerve endings are become numb. It, actually, maybe they get confused. That's yes. one thing. The other thing could be, uh, and I'm just really just talking about thinking about this now, as you said. Uh, your body might try to like, hey, actually send blood there, send whatever there to try to do something, and you kind of get the you know, send hot liquid, which is your blood, to kind of carry this thing, mm -hmm. to try to do the last thing that I can to kind of warm it up. I, I don't know, but I, I actually have a story when my ear froze, um, as, and to a point that I didn't feel it. Um, I can still see it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's the shape of, that's my headset, that's my big ear. <laughs> uh, but uh, literally, I, and I think I can remember that there was a bit of a warm, mm -hmm. and then after that, we were walking home, I was like, a teenager and we were like walking home it was a five five kilometer walk in the winter and back then 25 years ago in hungary the winters were also much colder than then than, than they are now <clears throat> here and we were walking and for some reason i didn't have a hat and i remember going through this thing it's cold cold ah, it's painful and then it's a little warm and then it goes away and we're like oh cool i'm a superman i'm actually and i went home and it was fucking red because basically what happened by that time it froze enough and at that point, so probably the nerves were You've been frostbitten. I was frostbitten. And then basically, and my mom saw me like, are you stupid and whatever idiot? And I was. And then... You're still. And, 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 then, and then still. Huh? And I went and like pour water, like uh, not oh, hot water, oh, but like... Oh, oh, oh. It was fucking painful. And then the next day, oh, it was twice the, si twice the oh, size. Yeah, it was yeah. red, twice the size. of fucking oh, hell. Shit, yeah. So it was, it was, it was not, it was, it was not uh, good. But... Uh, to end uh, this on a good note, I think freezing to death is probably one of the better ways to die. Yeah, because you are relaxed. You don't, you don't feel, yeah, you relax, yeah. you kind of get into this. I think you are getting in some sort of trance. Yeah, there is some, there is, there is a, there is a period where it's like the freezing, but yeah. I think eventually... You probably will... this is, the, yeah, probably. My father, he's from, he was from um, Siberia. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Irkutsk. That's. Uh, do you know? Uh, probably you heard the uh, name Lake Baikal. Yeah, Baikal. Baikal. Yeah, yes. Baikal, yeah. So, so he was uh, from Irkutsk, which is some some kilometers away from, mm. from Baikal. So he was and, doing also with something, right? Minus like. A... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he told me uh, that it was very dangerous uh, to be outside, not prepared, mm. in the winter time, because uh, the cold in Siberia, in that region, is completely different from Estonian cold. It literally goes to the bone almost. It, the thing is that, uh, first of all, the temperature felt below 40. Yeah. So it was crazy. But you do not feel the cold. Mm. You do not feel the cold because the air is absolutely dry. Here we have a huge mm, humidity. Yeah, it, it can transmit. The... Yeah, and there you don't feel, you feel okay. Uh-huh. But he said that you had to cover everything. So literally, your cheeks, your mm. forehead, everything has to be covered. Not to talk about uh, yeah, fingers, fingers, because yeah. to get frostbitten and actually lose arm, limb, whatever. It can happen in five minutes, right? Exactly. So that's why you have to be really, really, really extremely prepared. And you have to understand what you're doing outside and why you're going outside. Yeah, I, I, I even read somewhere or saw somewhere that like, People don't turn off their cars. Maybe with modern cars. Yes, they do. Oimikon, this is the coldest place on earth where people do yeah. live. And the temperature is falling below 60, somewhere close to 70. It's quite 
crazy. And yes, people do not turn on. There's the, no way to turn it off. No, or, or absolutely, because basically. because the diesel which they're using will freeze to death right away. It's so weird how extreme uh, uh, in, in in what extreme situation some people live actually. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 and, and we are still as humans as, as a species, and life itself can actually survive in in, in this extreme. Uh, uh, human being is is a sneaky bastard. I would tell you, we are we are like a cockroaches. Mm. We tend to survive. Our main goal is to survive. Everyone's main goal. Life is the main goal. But, yeah. but I agree. But uh, yeah. So, so because for me it would be a disaster, disaster in my life if I would have to live in such a below. Uh, temperature. Yeah. It will. It's. It's kind of. I want to experience it. To be honest, I would like to go on a tour or whatever. But uh... I don't. No, of course they do that. But it's. It's really crazy. It's really crazy. I've seen a, a documentary about it, and uh, people leave. They reproduce there. That's they, the thing. It is just. It is now just this. So, surviving, pro procreating, and that's it. There's no funny life. There's no nothing. It's just like you die because that's what life does. But oh, sorry, you lie, you live because that's what life does. But yeah. it's not like, oh, I'm having this fun, I'm having that fun, going somewhere in the afternoon, whatever. No, you. Metallica probably... haven't been playing there. Two haven't been playing in Oymikon because oh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very. It's very good that you mentioned two because it hasn't been mentioned in this episode. So I'm glad that it hasn't. <laughs> uh, and I still don't remember the fourth thing that made me smile. But uh, one thing that I want to do is the. Um, it might but it might not be as cold, but I want to go up in Norway or any other country that has north enough where in the winter it's it's dark twenty four seven. Just want to experience oh, yeah. that. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I think I'm it, sure it's gonna be cold there as well. Uh, you can go to the northern part of Finland, somewhere be, okay. uh, behind uh, the uh, northern circle. And there you can easily get. No, it. I just want to see what do I get? Will I get crazy or not crazy? But you know, like, uh, well, will it, it hard? Will, Is it, 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 will it will be, be hard. It will be weird. Remember the first time when you experienced um, uh, those um, how you call it the aurora borealis or light nights? Aurora borealis? No, 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 no. Uh, in the mid uh, midsummer. Yeah, time, yeah, or the. Oh come on! Okay. When when the nights are light, white nights, white nights, yes, white nights, exactly. Mm -hmm. So when you experience that first time, it's really weird, because uh, it, so uh, Estonia, Latvia, Finland, these these are the the areas where this is actually happening. When you have the white nights, the Sweden as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, in this that, 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 that kind of Scandinavia of, or yeah. the Baltic region. Because if you go to Germany or even to Poland, this has never happened yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was quite strange for me when I first came to Turkey and it was around, I don't remember, was it six, seven? And it became night instantly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because here we have like, oh, from from two to, to, to seven, we're going to have a... Long, long, long way down with our sun. And and see, that is also like when when that uh, during that time of the year, you are not even that sleepy. In fact, you almost battle to sleep. Some people and like you are up much longer. You find yourself it's eleven and still full of energy and do something. Uh, same as when and it could be related 
to the same thing that we were talking about earlier, where when it comes to autumn, the tan calls, feels colder because your body's internal system is somehow kind of adjusting itself to what is what is to come. I, I don't know, but uh, but those white nights, I, I also uh, those things I like very much. White nights. A lot of sex is happening during the white nights. Not for me. <laughs> what you're talking about. But this is a topic for another podcast. It is a topic for another podcast. Uh, I still don't remember the fourth one, but I will remember the next. Well, week. then we'll see. It what... makes me fine next week when I know what this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. We will see if 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 you will remember what what made you smile this week. That one missing bullet point. Which is still empty in your <laughs> notebook. Maybe it's just one missing bullet. <laughs> okay, but we'll see next week. We'll see. Maurice? Thank you. It was a pleasure. Cool. Cheers. Bye.